Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Lift Your Life podcast. I hope everyone is good. I hope everyone is great. I hope everyone has been enjoying the weather. The weather has very much picked up. And for any of you who are like me, who are hay fever sufferers, you've probably not been enjoying the weather so much because it's pretty savage. I've had some struggles. I'm I'm feeling it come on today. I thought I was safe, but I'm starting to get the itchiness and just feeling a little bit drowsy. And honestly... It just baffles me how many people suffer from hay fever every year. Why have they not got a bloody cure for this thing? It's 2022, come on. But in today's episode, I'm not going to be banging on about hay fever, you'll be glad to know. I'm going to be talking about weekend overeating. And the inspiration for this podcast came off of the back of a couple of consultation calls that I had this week. So in my consultation calls, what I like to do with people is just find out a little bit more about them, really, where they're at right now, what it is they want to achieve. And for me, just to basically give them a bit of a plan of action as to what they can do going forward, regardless to whether they they join me for coaching or not. So I always like to find out, so where are your biggest struggles? So if we know where the struggles are, we can come up with a bit of a strategy for how we can overcome them. And something that came up in pretty much every consult that I had over the last week was about the weekend and how Monday to Friday typically they were absolutely fine when they had the routine and just being busy with work. They had absolutely no struggles with food whatsoever. It was pretty much bang on. And then the weekend comes, routine and structure break breaks, you have socials, you get invited out places, you've had a long hard week so you just want to order in some takeout food or go out for food and that's where things slip. So I really wanted to jump on the podcast today and discuss about overcoming this weekend overeating because you can have that balance, you really can. I'm not one to say that your weekend has to look exactly like Monday to Friday. If eating out and going out on a weekend is something you enjoy, if having a slightly different structure on a weekend because you can sleep in and what have you is something that works for you, then that's great. But it doesn't mean that it has to ruin your progress every single week and it doesn't have to be overeating. You can still socialize, you can still enjoy good food within your calories and make it work. So I just want to give some tips today as to how it is you can overcome overcome weekend overeating. And these are all strategies that I share with my own clients to help them just overcome this as well. So I hope it's going to be useful for you. So let's dive straight in. And I've got about five different bits of advice for you. So we'll start with the first one, which is kind of about what you're aiming to do Monday to Friday. Because what I see a lot of people do Monday to Friday is aim for this perfect clean eating, macro, bang on diet where, you know, if it's healthy AF, everything's pretty much a whole food. It's pretty much picture perfect textbook of healthy eating, which is great. Absolutely great. You know, if you enjoy that, fine. But the problem is nine times out of 10 people deep down don't really enjoy that. Or they do, but they're actually just sacrificing certain foods that they do enjoy. So they might enjoy the meals, but they'd also like a little bit more of this or they'd actually like some of that. But no, 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 I can't, you know, got to be bang on. Now, come the weekend, you are going to then crave these foods more. And if one thing slips, we know that everything slips. It's like if, you know, you skip breakfast and then you just eat like I don't know some leftover chocolate you then you're like oh well that's not what I'd normally eat so I might as well just not eat how I'd normally eat and all these cravings that can build up midweek all of these wants all of these desires you then typically have over the weekend there is no such thing as a perfect diet the perfect diet is the one that works for you that allows you to eat enough vitamins and minerals enough of the healthy stuff that allows your body to thrive and survive but also 
fills your soul, you know, allows you to have the foods that you enjoy, doesn't leave you feeling deprived, doesn't leave you feeling restricted, doesn't leave you sat just longingly looking at other people eating and thinking, I wish I could have that every day, it's not torture. So instead of aiming for this bang on perfect diet, just aim for your diet to be good enough. You know, this is why this 80-20 rules thrown around and I'm a massive fan of it because 80-20, if the majority of your diet is coming from good quality whole foods, we can be certain that that will be keeping you full, that will be keeping you energized, that will be ensuring you're getting your essential and vital vitamins and minerals for health. But 20% roughly then gives you that leeway to just have a bit of a life. Enjoy food because it's just so unrealistic to say just purely eat whole foods because unfortunately the way the world's evolved right now, if you walk into a supermarket or you go out for food, the majority of the foods there are not whole foods most of the time. There's a lot of processed food around right now. There's a lot of foods that we've just grown to love and enjoy through our experiences in childhood and adulthood and just everything that we've gone through. So there's absolutely nothing wrong with factoring those in at all. So just stop aiming for this midweek, you know, Monday to Friday, perfect diet that then sets you up to just want to overeat on a weekend. Just aim for a diet that's good enough. Good enough is fine and allow yourself things that you want throughout the week. So that's my first bit of advice for you. Secondly is letting go of food rules and I've definitely spoken about food rules on the podcast before and this is the idea of that you can't have this, you shouldn't have this, you can only eat this, you know very very rigid rules and very very common examples of this are found within like slimming clubs and these stupid diets that you'll see on on the internet and in those celebrity magazines where it says you can only have this, you can't eat that Um, and sometimes we just create them for ourselves. So for example a lot of the time people think that by creating a rule of, oh, I'm gonna not, I can't eat a certain food because you think that it's gonna make you fat or you think that you have no control over it. Like chocolate is a big one, biscuits is a big one, sugar is one, which is stupid because sugar's found in fruit, but everyone always eats fruit when they have that rule, but that's secret shared. Um, But when you basically create rules, you will break them. Humans by nature like and want what we can't have. It's just innate and it's programmed within us. So the more that you are basically told that you can't have something, the more that you're gonna that you want it. It's just how we are. So if you create a rule of I can't eat this, you are gonna want that food more so than if you didn't have that rule in the first place. Now the thing about rules is that when they are broken, that leads to a bit of an emotional response because you basically do bad. So there's guilt, there's shame, there's negative feelings, and usually it leads to this, what I would call a a screw it or a fuck it mentality, because it's like, damn it, I've already broken this rule, so what's the point? I may as well continue in going to break the rules, you know? I've already ruined it, so let's just carry on. What is the point? So the more that you can let go of these food rules, the less rules you have to break. And then when you do eat these foods, you're gonna have less of an emotional response and it's gonna be, okay, well, I ate this rather than, oh my God, I've ruined it because you haven't ruined anything, if that makes sense. So really just be mindful of rules that you create in your head. And sometimes they're not as explicit as you may think, but they're there. 
So just really, really audit yourself and ask yourself, am I telling myself I can only eat a certain amount of this or I can only have that if or I can't have any of that or I'm not going to have any of this? Because even though it might seem like it's the right thing to do because it's making you more adherent to a healthy diet, it's actually making you less adherent because all it's doing is creating a rule that wants to be broken and once it's broken, you're more likely to overeat. And we do typically see these rules broken on a weekend because this is where these sort of you know food rules are more likely to be broken because of the situations that you are in or when you are a bit more stressed or you're winding down or you're bored and you said I'm not gonna eat biscuits and you just sat there you've got nothing to do and there's the biscuit tin calling your name so that is kind of why I've led that one into weekend overeating because it does typically tend to happen more on a weekend the next bit of advice I can have is to I guess it lends in itself into that first point about you know have you know not only for a perfect diet and just a good enough diet is to not then go to the other extreme of planning in cheat days plan cheat days are one of the worst things that you can do because as blunt as it may sound a planned cheat day is basically a planned and controlled binge because when people have cheat days they just think oh it's cheating on my diet so I'm just going to break every single food rule on my diet and again this is where letting go of those food rules is important because if you've got no rules to break you can't cheat on it you can't do you know what I mean there's nothing to break so I'm very much all for sometimes having more relaxed days, untracked days, um, days where you'll just have you know maybe tracking a certain amount and then just have what you like. I do this with clients a lot so there are going to be times where clients need a break from tracking and factoring in socials. There's going to be certain socials where they're not going to want to factor it in because it's important that they just go and enjoy themselves so that we don't plan a cheat day. I don't say to them, okay, it's your daughter's birthday, go and eat all of the cake and just have what you want and order all the food. It's a, okay, well, it's your daughter's birthday, eat your normal meals for breakfast and lunch and then for dinner, you know, don't worry about what, you know, the calories are on the menu, you know, just go and enjoy yourself. But when you plan for a cheat day, you are going to plan to just eat absolute junk and just eat whatever you want and usually when people have these quote-unquote cheat days, they just try and break every single rule because it's you've got this scarcity of, right, it's a cheat day, so I've only got 24 hours, so what can I fit into that 24 hours? Every single thing that I wouldn't normally be allowed or fit into my calories, I'm going to cram in. And you'll just overeat. Whereas if you went out for a meal and, you know, maybe you were over your calories by 500, whereas if you have a cheat day and you try and fit absolutely anything and everything you can into that day, you could be thousands of calories over. And this is where you will then have issues with digestion, huge issues with bloating, ridiculous scale weight spikes. And this is where people's mentality really gets messed up because you will put, you can put on a you know a fair amount of pounds in just overnight because of that. And that's going to really screw with you. So don't plan to have these cheat days. If you have occasions where you know you don't want to track and you just want to be at maintenance, that's fine. But don't call it a cheat day. Again, let go of the rules and try not to plan them in like once a week because you are just basically planning to set yourself back, basically. The next bit of advice that I have does lend itself off the back of that. So if you are going to be a bit more relaxed on a weekend, you are just going to enjoy yourself. You're not going to, you know, account for it. You're just going to have what you want. Own your choices. If you choose to eat a certain food or not track it in or not factor it in, just having what you want, that's fine. But you've just got to own the consequences and outcomes of that if you are like in a fat loss phase or what have you. And there really isn't a problem with that. 
you know, it's not a bad thing to go, actually, do you know what, this weekend, it was my sister's graduation, and we went out for this meal, and I just couldn't factor it in, but you know what, it was important I was there, it was important that I joined in with the memories, and yeah, I did eat more than what I probably, you know, was with my calories, but do you know what, I'm okay with that because the memories mattered more and it's just taking ownership and accountability for your actions rather than being like, oh, it's not my fault. It was the weekend. I couldn't help myself. You've got to basically accept that it's, it is your fault, so to speak, or it is your decision. I wouldn't say fault, but it is your decision and not pass the blame onto someone else or something else because at the end of the day, we always have a choice in every given situation. And sometimes it'll be really easy to say no or to say yes. And in others, it will be challenging. You know, you'll be the odd one out or it'll just feel weird to do that. But ultimately you have the choice. You have the choice of what you order. You have the choice of how much you eat, what you eat. So take ownership, accept it, take ownership, understand that basically like you'd probably say to your child, there's consequences for every action that you make. And this is the thing. If it was a conscious decision, you'll feel better about it. And just, you know, think about why you did it. So if it was because it's Christmas, like everyone overeats at Christmas. Um, if it was that, you know, it was Christmas and you just wanted to enjoy yourself because that's what Christmas is about. Well, that's you taking ownership and accountability and understanding that you haven't lost weight because it's Christmas and celebrating that's important. But if you've just not, you know, prioritized your goals enough and you've just given in well that's you you need to own up to that and then think well okay what matters more to me does drinking a hell of a lot of beer on a weekend matter more to me than my goals right now and maybe it does but if it doesn't that's when you need to go right okay so I accept that I've not lost weight this week because I just went crazy on the alcohol what can I do about it next time to ensure that I can still go out because I want to go out with my mates but I don't want to feel like this this week. So could I change my drink choices? Could I drink less? And again, when you actually take ownership, that's when you can take aligned actions moving forward. Because if you always blame something else, you will never make progress. And the same thing will just happen every single weekend. Whereas if you own up to what's happened and accept it, you can either just move on from it if it's, you know, the, re- the occasion for overeating was important to you. And if it wasn't important to you and you feel bad about it and you're frustrated... Well, learn from it. How can you learn from it? And this lends itself onto my final point, which is about, you know, stop rationalizing it. And this is where so many people go wrong. And I understand it because at the end of the day, no one wants to blame themselves when stuff goes wrong. We all do it. We all try and blame something else or someone else instead of actually going, actually, do you know what? I should have done that. I could have done that. And everyone's guilty for it in some walk of life or way, shape or form. I know I do it in certain things for certain. But the thing is, if you're always going to blame something else, things are never going to move forward. And that's one thing that I've learned is, do you know what? When you actually accept that this is potentially your fault here, Luce, or you could do more, you can actually learn from this. You can actually take actions to grow and develop from this. And you can be better from this. So stop creating excuses. You know, stop being the powerless victim of circumstance, you know, justifying behaviors with excuse, will just, like I said, lead it to it happening again. So you do have to take ownership, you do have to take accountability, and it might feel hard, and it might be upsetting, and it might be, you know, a bit challenging, because again, like I said, no one wants to be in the wrong. But how do you expect to move forward if you never actually accept that you're the person that needs to make the change? Does that make sense? I hope it does. But... In summary, that is my top tips on overcoming weekend overeating. So 
just to kind of wrap it up and sum it up, it's to do with what you do midweek in terms of stopping making food rules, stopping trying to aim for this ridiculously perfect clean eating all day, every day diet and not planning in your cheat days on a weekend, you know, just to have this fluidity throughout the week. You don't just have to have, you know, this ridiculously healthy, low carb, no carb diet and then have a cheat day. You can just enjoy foods that you like in and around your week. And if you do mess up on the weekend, you do over up on the weekend, don't rationalize behavior if you want this to change. Own your choices, own up to it, and then think, how can I change going forward? What can I do going forward to ensure that this doesn't happen again? And the more that you do that, the more likely change is going to be, and the more likely you are going to be able to stay on track with your goals, but also find a way to factor in another weekend. So that is this week's episode, over and out, and I hope it has been helpful. As always, if it has, let me know. Take a screenshot, put it on your Instagram stories, drop me a message. It really is always lovely to know. But over and out for this week, have a lovely one, whatever it involves for yourself. And I'll catch you on next week's episode.